0: Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Sean O'Malley, who will be fighting Piotr Yan at UFC 280, and what a fight this is for Sean O'Malley. More so a huge opportunity for him to climb the rankings because right now he is ranked number 12 at Bantamweight while Piotr Yan, the former champion, is at the number one spot. And I'm sure when everyone heard that this matchup was being made, they were probably thinking, why? Especially for Sean O'Malley, who for the most part of his career Career so far in the UFC has been one where yes, the promotion is pushing him, but they were doing it at a very slow pace as they were giving him opponents where Sean was the heavy favorite against them. And even when they started giving Sean ranked opponents, it wasn't like the craziest names. For example, his last fight was against Pedro Munoz, who is a solid veteran, but in the end of the day, he is no longer in his prime. And even with that fight, Sean didn't look too impressive in my opinion. It was fairly close. Pedro had his moments too. And some can argue that Pedro was winning that fight prior to that eye poke from Sean. And that's what makes this all worse is that Sean's not coming off of a win. He's coming off of a controversial no contest. And I even made a video after that fight saying, I guess they're going to give him someone in the top 10 again, but no one in the top five. If anything, I thought they'd match Sean up with former champion Dominic Cruz or even rebook a rematch with Pedro Munoz but the UFC decided to forget all these guys and give him the top guy at 135 outside of the champion Aljamain Sterling so of course it's understandable as to why people are thinking why is this happening how are you pushing Sean so slowly at the start and then all of a sudden gets the number one guy at bantamweight and even till this day many people believe Piotr is the best bantamweight right now yes he's coming off of two back-to-back to back -back 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 defeats to Aljamain Sterling, but that first defeat was a disqualification and it was a fight that Piotr was doing very well in before that ending, which is why many people expected him to dominate Aljo in their second fight. And although Piotr had his moments and many people believe that he did enough to win that night, ultimately Aljo put on an amazing performance and was able to win that second fight. And yes, it sucks for Piotr who many people believed was going to be a long time champion at 135 but I don't think those two defeats take away from the fact that he is an absolute monster. Amazing striking, amazing ground game, and he will give anyone at bantamweight troubles. Personally, my prediction for this fight against Sean O'Malley is that he's going to beat him handily. Yes, I could see Sean having moments here and there, but ultimately the skill and experience from Piotr is going to be the things that helps him win this fight. And even Sean himself believes that this is a huge opportunity for him and that his back is not going to be against the wall because if he does lose to Piotr people are not going to be like oh he's not good enough in a way I kind of see this booking as a strategic way for the UFC to bring Sean to the top if he wins but if he loses it's like you know what he was the number 12 ranked guy what did we expect but in this video I wanted to talk about what if Sean O'Malley wins what would happen for him and what would be the next move afterwards because defeating Piotr Jan at this point in his career would be huge, especially for a guy who's not even in the top 10. But for Sean, if he was to beat Piotr regardless of if it's in dominant fashion or if it's in a very close fight his stock is going to rise big time because yes although his stock is high solely due to his popularity as a fighter it's going to get even higher if he proves that he can beat the best fighters in his division and having a name like Piotr Jan on your resume will definitely show that and who knows because there are factors that favor Sean in this matchup against Piotr one of them being the size Sean is a tall 135er with a long reach. What if Piotr is unable to close the distance and gets picked apart from the outside? Or even worse, gets caught, goes down, and Sean walks out with the finish. That would be the best scenario for Sean, without a doubt. But like I said, even if it was a close back and forth fight and Sean comes out as the winner in that, that too is huge. Same with if it was a close back and forth fight and Sean loses, I believe that's also going to raise his stock as well. All in all, unless Sean loses very quickly in this fight, I just see any other result being favorable for him, which is why this is a great opportunity for him. For Piotr, this guy has a lot of pressure on him because if he loses to a guy ranked outside of the top 10, it's really going to take away from that aura that he's built around himself thus far. And that's an aura of invincibility. Yes, it's diminished a little bit after that second defeat to Aljo, but like I said, I still believe Piotr is a top level guy. And that aura of invincibility all may not be as strong as before is still around him especially when you match him up against someone like Sean O'Malley. But yeah if Sean wins this it would change everything especially when it comes to the landscape of the 135 pound division. A division that's already very complicated because you have the champion Aljamain Sterling who was set to defend his belt against former champion TJ Dillashaw on the same night at UFC 280. And depending on who wins that fight really tells us what's going to happen been moving forward for Sean. Because for example, if TJ Dillishaw wins, I could see the potential of a rematch with Aljamain if the fight is very close. But if the UFC decides not to go that direction, then the next obvious option after that is Mirab Devalishvili, who is coming off a win against Jose Aldo. And although not the most impressive victory, I still think Mirab has done enough to fight for the title now. But Mirab also is a training partner to Aljo, and the two have made it clear that they do not want to fight each other. Al Jermaine has even said that if Marab does get to a title shot at 135, he plans to make a move to 145 afterwards. And for me, this dynamic between these two training partners is what really makes the bantamweight division so confusing. Because if Al Jermaine defeats TJ Dillashaw, he's not going to be fighting Marab. And honestly, I think that's the best option for Sean if Aljo wins this fight. Because I could see Al Jermaine moving up afterwards and vacating the belt. And if Sean has beaten number one ranked Piotr Jan at that point, I think it's clear that he is next for the title. But with a win over Piotr, I think it would not only be a huge jump for Sean, but it would also be the fight that will bring him to a title shot. And in this case, it will be for the vacant belt against Mirab Duvalishvili. Or who knows, maybe Aljamain will keep his belt. Mirab will have to fight someone else, maybe like a Marlon Vera or a Corey Sandhagen. And this would mean that Sean will be fighting the champion Aljo for the belt. But like I said, the the worst possible outcome for this title fight between Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw is if TJ Dillashaw wins. Because for TJ being the champion again, the options are either Aljamain Sterling rematch or a fight with Marab Devalishvili. But who knows? I could also see the UFC being like, you know what, Sean is the number one contender now after beating Piotr. So let's make Sean O'Malley versus TJ Dillashaw. And that too is a very exciting matchup. But if I'm being completely honest, whether it's Aljamain Sterling, TJ Dillashaw, or Marup Devalishvili, these are all unfavorable matchups for Sean as these guys are very strong wrestlers. And although it would be a very impressive story to see Sean jump the ranking so quickly if he beats Piotr, this is where I believe it will be too much too soon because fighting these guys at this point in their careers is going to be way too much in my opinion. If they slowly built Sean up to these matchups, I would favor Sean more compared to a quick jump to number one. And that's why it's a very interesting scenario for him yes it would be huge for his career to make this huge jump in the rankings but in terms of the long term when it comes to him wanting to become a champion and defending that belt for a while I don't see this timeline being favorable for that personally I think the best scenario for Sean is if he fights a very close fight with Piotr but loses because it would show that you know what Sean could hang with the top guys but maybe he's not ready yet so let's slowly continue building him and by doing this hopefully he'll get to a title shot one day and by that point people will be more confident in seeing him becoming the champion compared to right now at least for me. So let's say he does lose this fight to Piotr Jan, who do I think he should fight afterwards? And like I said, a fight with Dominic Cruz would be interesting. So would a fight with Rob Font. I think those would be more appropriate matches right now compared to Piotr Jan. Even fights with Corey Sandhagen and Marlon Vera are interesting right now. But like I said before, with that rematch against Marlon Vera, that's a fight that the UFC wants to hold on for a while before both men get to the top where they'll fight each other for the title. So if Sean O'Malley loses his next fight to Piotr I think the best options and the options that would make the most sense ranking wise after that would be Dominic Cruz and Rob Font because yes although they are still ranked higher than him I can see the UFC giving those fights to Sean especially if that defeat to Piotr is very close because that's the thing the promotion will do anything to continue growing Sean O'Malley and although I see the positives of Sean fighting Piotr Jan right now I still think it's a little too soon for this so my final prediction for this fight is Piotr Jan by unanimous decision. But what do you think? If Sean O'Malley beats Piotr Jan, what's next for him? But if he loses, what would be the next move? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.